Hey there, it's Susan Bradley, and listen, I just want to welcome you to my brand new podcast, The Roadmap to 50K on Shopify, and this is episode one. Welcome to The Roadmap to 50K on Shopify. Each week, we'll take you behind the scenes of real stores, where you're going to learn actionable strategies and tips that will fast track the growth and profitability of your e-commerce business. So buckle up. Welcome your host and Shopify expert, Susan Bradley. Hey there. So before I jump into this very first episode of my new podcast, I just need to say thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for uh, giving me, sharing your time with me because time is really valuable to me. So I understand uh, that it's probably very valuable to you too. So I want to thank you for being here. And those of you that know me, People that know me will know that I have really struggled to get over myself, to to get going on this podcast. I mean, it's been something that has been on my list for a couple of years, and I've found every excuse not to do it. I've just been twisting in the wind. Here's the reason why, is that I didn't want to just create a podcast that didn't add value. I wanted to create a podcast where every episode that I record has something, some tidbit or some little thing that you could actually walk away with, take back to your business, implement it and and see some progress. And, uh, and I was struggling to figure out how I could do that. And so that was my goal with this podcast. And so yesterday, uh, here's a good story is yesterday, I pretty much tied myself to a chair, warned everyone not to come near me and sat down to record the first episode. I just needed to get it done. And and then I think I'll be fine. And uh, so I spent a whole day, the whole day yesterday, on episode one, where I proceeded to uh, use all the recording time to introduce myself to you, to talk about the social sales girls, to talk about the roadmap to 50k project, to talk about the inner circle and um, to tell you who we're for. Spent the whole thing doing that. Sadly, that's what I did. And then last night on my walk to clear my head, I was like, what on earth are you doing? This is exactly what you tell everyone else not to do. So you got to just go back. You got to do that again. Because what I realized is that it's better to to give you what you've come for. And I, I'm thinking what you've come for is a practical advice that you can implement to build your store, to build your store to a place where it pays you well. And so me spending 30 or 35 minutes telling you all about me is probably the worst thing I could do. And really what I need to do is uh, just give you our story over the next few months I want to bring you inside of my project, the Roadmap to 50K. I want to show you how we're getting our sales and show you the things we do wrong. The fails, there are some fails, be warned. But I can do that. I also want to show you what we work on in the inner circle because it is amazing. That's our members program. And I want to bring some of our members uh, in and uh, have them share with you what they have done, because there are some really smart cookies in there. And, uh, and they have now they have the confidence to try new things. And a lot of them are doing amazing things in their business, things that, you know, I wouldn't have thought of that are getting them sales. And I would love to share that with you, because I think that can help you uh, make progress and get closer to your goals. So 
that's what we're going to do. But I do really want to take a minute just to talk to you about my uh, my project, the Roadmap to 50K on Shopify. And I want to tell you why, why we're doing it. And it's pretty simple. It's that uh, even though even though I'm the founder of the Social Sales Girls and I spend 90% of my time helping our audience and our members uh, build their businesses, I am still an e-commerce store owner too. I'm still a store owner. And I got to tell you, I love every minute of it, mostly. <laughs> and uh, the backstory is that last year I sold my big business on Shopify. It was a shoe brand called We Squeak and really had, it was quite evolved and, and was in great shape. And uh, it was a goal of mine to sell it for sure. And so when I sold it, I was happy, but probably, I don't know, 10 minutes after I saw the money hit my bank account, I, uh, I felt like I'd sold one of my kids. You know, I felt like gosh, that business was a big part of me. It was kind of how I identified myself and, and it's somebody else's now. It's not mine. And, uh, and I was sad because I'd used it a lot to uh, help our members, like to show people uh, how things work in the back end of a business and demonstrate on, and I didn't have that anymore. And so as we do often when we, uh, you know, have a problem, we come up with a quick solution, which isn't, you know, always the most comfortable solution, but I wasn't thinking about that at the time. And I just opened my mouth and very publicly said, hey, I've sold my business. I'm going to build a new business and I'm going to start at zero, no product, no website, nothing. And I'm going to share it with you all the way to the first $50,000 in sales. So there's that. And then, you know, I had built, I went ahead and built a big list of people who wanted to follow us. And then <laughs> I went and hid in a corner for three months. I can't believe that nobody called me on it, but I just was paralyzed. I didn't know what to do because, you know, it's one thing to, um, to share behind the scenes at your successful business. Uh, and always after the fact, after you've tried something and it worked or it didn't, I was comfortable with you know, sharing what didn't work. But but what I committed to sharing was the unknown. And so it's been quite an interesting ride. <laughs> uh, because after three months, you know, I finally had to dig myself out of the hole and get to work. And so we do have a store up and running, we have some sales, we are nowhere near the $50,000. But I feel way better about it than I did. And you know, the reason why I just had to get out of the corner and do this. And the whole reason why I, I started it was that I feel like there is uh, lots of free help out there. There's, you know, Google is our friend, we can Google just about anything and get a reasonable selection of answers. We can go to YouTube and watch videos. But, um, but what I know is that there is just not a comprehensive guide, like there's no step by step, kind of like a roadmap, where we have a plan that we can walk all the way from zero, which is a very uh, lonely place, uh, zero all the way uh, to a business that pays you well. And I also feel like, uh, you know, when I do it by myself and I'm sharing it all, I can have a lot help a lot of you see how it really works because I'm always very worried about you know some of the gurus or or bigger players in our industry make it sound like it's easy. 
make it sound like it's, you know, there's a real low barrier to entry and it's easy and it's just the greatest thing ever. And when you see that and then you experience the reality of where you are with your business, it makes you feel bad. Like it really makes you feel like you're doing something wrong or your product is wrong or your website is wrong or there's like a list as long as your arm about uh, what's wrong. And what I really wanted to do was uh, kind of be more transparent and be honest about that, that for people like me, people who are have a lot of skin in the game because the investment is their money. It's not a VC or a, an incubator. It's your own money. Uh, that's invested in your business and that you're probably doing it along with something else. So you probably either have a full-time job or a part-time job, or you are a parent with kids that are home and need your attention. So you have a lot of other things that are, um, you have a limited time to spend on your business. And what I really wanted to show was the reality of that and how your business grows Uh, when you're that way, when you're in that situation. And um, I want to help people know when they're on the right track, like make it easy for you to identify that you're on the right track. And more than anything, I want you to feel like you are okay. Because I think there are a lot of things out there that can make you feel like you're not okay. And mindset in this business, because it is a marathon, is really important. It can affect your results in a big way. So I think after I've told you all that, I should just jump in and talk about something else that I think is uh, relevant to everyone who will be listening today. And uh, something that I feel so incredibly strong about, strongly about that I thought, this is a really good thing to start this podcast out with. And it says, so I have a question for you. The question is this, do you know if you are doing the right work right now for the stage of business that you're at? Are you spending your precious time and your precious dollars on activities that are right for your stage of business? Do you know that? And then of course, that probably leads you to the next question is that, Do you even really know or recognize what stage your business is at? Have you got a good sense of what stage your business is at? And here's why I'm asking this really is this is something I know. I know it uh, from seeing it with clients, but I also know from seeing it with myself. And it's this, it's that strategies that are highly effective for businesses that are at an advanced stage that are, you know, already have lots of assets built. Those strategies that those businesses use are almost always completely ineffective for businesses that are at the beginning stage, that haven't established regular reliable sales. Those strategies just don't work when you are at a beginning stage of business. And here's a really good example. And this is an example using my old uh, established business and my new brand new business. And so at my old business, We Squeak, I had this amazing event that we ran twice a year. And it was, we called it the $10 gift card event. I always liked using the word gift card, even though it was promotional, there was no cash value, but I liked using that term because my audience perceived that as money to spend. And I liked that. It seemed much better than a discount code or a coupon. 
And so twice a year, we held this event, I would create a post that said, hey, I've got 500 gift cards uh, for $10 each uh, to give away. And you can spend this gift card on anything in our store. And of course, I would say it's no cash value, promotional only. Uh, who wants one? And just drop your email here, send them to a landing page, and we'll deliver it right to your inbox. And so this was a huge list building event for our business. And what was great about it was we got sales on the front when people got the gift card right away, they would spend it. But we also got sales on the back, we would build out a long email funnel on the back of it. And I think, you know, between the two times we ran this event a year, it was probably six figures worth of sales. So good. Anyway, that event if I took that event right now and ran that event at my new business, Sock Doggo, which is basically still at the first stage of business, it would be a disaster. And the reason, the whole reason it would be a disaster is because we just don't have the assets. We have not built the assets. You know, we don't have a large audience that likes, knows, and trusts us. So they're not nearly as interested in a gift card as uh, one that did. And we haven't built the rapport or the engagement with that audience. And so it's going to be a much bigger ask of them to ask them to give us an email address. And then lastly, we just don't have the traffic. We don't have the traffic to our website. We don't have the eyeballs on our product. And we don't have the traffic to our social media. I mean, a lot of our traffic is still paid traffic. A lot of our engagement is still paid. And so we haven't built those assets. And so that's why that event would be a disaster. It would be a bad strategy for us simply because we cannot expect uh, great results. People just won't sign up. But here's what I want to ask you is that how many times have you uh, listened to a podcast or seen a post on Facebook or read a blog and thought, oh gosh, that's a great strategy. I'm going to try that. And so you spend some time trying it, maybe some money, and uh, then you look at your results and they're actually kind of crappy. And when that happens, our immediate default is to think that we did it wrong. There's something wrong with us. There's something wrong with our website. There's something really wrong with our product. Nobody wants it. You know, we have a million reasons why we think it, you know, we're the, we're the missing link in this whole, uh, in the whole puzzle. But really, what we don't ask ourselves is that why did we think this would work? Why, you know, why did we expect to get results from a complicated strategy when we don't have those assets built? Was this the right strategy for us? And was it the right goal? Like, was it the right activity for us at our stage of business? And, you know, when that happens, when you do that, it makes you feel really lousy and, you know, makes you feel like, oh, maybe this is too overwhelming. This is too big of a hill to climb. I can't do it. And it's kind of sad because it's it's not the case at all. It's just that you were working on something that just was not a good fit uh, for where you are at right now. And what I like about this whole strategy of working on tasks that fit with the stage of business that you're at is it helps you manage your expectation and manage your expectations about your results. And when you do that, you feel better. 
you understand that you can't expect those kinds of results um, because you're going to set good goals, goals that make sense for where you're at. And so uh, like particularly, for example, at the very first stage of business, which we'll talk about in a minute, the goal is not sales. The goal is not sales. You cannot measure your success or your pro- your progress by by setting a goal of sales. But what I know is that you will feel better once you understand this concept. You'll understand what a good goal is for your stage of business. And as soon as you feel better, you will start making progress. You'll make progress towards that goal. You'll keep moving forward, even if it's just in baby steps, one step at a time. So let's talk about these stages, the stages uh, that I think are really important in business and how you know which stage you're at. Now, at the end of this episode, I actually have a little um, assessment quiz. I'm going to send you over to the show notes because we have this little assessment uh, quiz. It will take you only a few minutes. It's only a few questions, but this is where uh, you'll be able to know for sure. Uh, what stage of business that you're at. And what we'll do is when you take this little quiz, we're actually going to send you a package of a few trainings that are perfect, perfect for you at your stage of business, and will actually help you make progress that you can see towards your goals. And that is really powerful. So I don't want you to miss that. Now, for anyone who is um, in the stage where they don't have a website yet, they are just in the planning stage, you don't have a store, you're really at the foundation stage. And so what I would say to you is don't don't skip this assessment because the foundation stage is incredibly important. And here's why. It's this. At the foundation stage, uh, this is where you're going to make decisions that are kind of going to dictate uh, the success of your business. That so will either set you up for a business that you can grow into something that pays you really well Or you could mistakenly set yourself up to build a business that actually has no hope of ever paying you. And I don't want you to risk that. So for sure, if you're there, take the assessment. We'll send you a package of things that will really help you understand uh, the things that are important at your stage of business so that you can make good decisions, get you closer to uh, building a business that pays you well. Now, but for the rest of us, uh, those of us that have stores up and running, let's talk about the three stages. And so in my mind, the three stages are this. The first one is traffic. Traffic is the first stage of business. And then the second stage is conversion, where you actually make sales. So traffic first, your goal success is getting traffic. Conversion, your goal is to get sales. So that's more fun, of course. And then the third stage, I, I've been calling owned marketing, which is a term actually that I got from Clavio, but it is so relevant to how I've run my businesses. And it's a super uh, smart way to set up your business. So I'm going to talk about that as we go through, because it's something that I think you will love. Now, let's start with traffic. So we actually have a free group on Facebook. It's called the Roadmap to 50K. And it's on Shopify. And it's a pretty, uh, it's a pretty active group. And there are a lot of people in there. And uh, I often see posts from people who are relatively new in business. And the other day, I saw a post that was similar to many, it's not unusual, but it was uh, from a woman who had a website up, she was making some sales, but nowhere near the kind of sales she wanted to make. 
And so what she did is she posted a link to her website and asked people in the group to have a look and uh, let her know what they thought she could do to increase her sales. Fair enough. I see that all the time and my heart actually kind of breaks because first of all, right off the bat, I'm sure you've seen these posts, right? You know, it's going to be things like, well, change the color of your buy button and move it uh, three inches to the right or whatever. Like it's going to be one of those things. And, um, and it's also advice from people who are most likely not uh, your customers. It's not really, you know, someone who's ever going to buy from you. And so it's really not a good, it's not a great strategy. Uh, you know, you're not going to get results from posts like that. And so I came a little bit late to the party after she'd had lots of advice. And I just asked one simple question. And it was, how much traffic do you get every month to your store? And she came back with, I get uh, around 150 web visitors a week. And, and that's the problem right there. That is the whole problem right there. You know, it doesn't matter what tweaks she makes. It, it's, really doesn't matter. The answer is that it's traffic. Your first problem is traffic and nothing you do, no tweak, no marketing, uh, no influencer, nothing you do is going to solve your problem for the long term. Because here's why it's and it's all about conversion rates. So here's what we know. And I'm sure you know this too, that in e-commerce, average conversion rates are one to 2% of traffic. And newer stores generally are less than 1%. Or if you have a higher price product, it's generally less than 1%. Or if you sell jewelry all the time, I see it's less than 1%. And so if your goal is even one sale a day and your conversion rate is at 1%, you actually need 100 web visitors every day before you can even begin to get to reach your goal of one sale a day. And so if you only have 150 web visitors a week, which I think is a super common, but if you only have that, you have zero chance of getting a, you know, getting regular reliable sales. And your first problem is not anything on your website. Your first problem is traffic. And so what you need to do is stop tweaking, stop the busy work. And when you're at that traffic stage, you need to spend 100% of your energy focused on getting traffic to your site. And here's the thing that's great about that is that when you reach your goal of 3000 web visitors regularly, uh, you're probably getting some sales. The sales are a bonus to your real goal of getting that traffic. And you know, even if you aren't, getting sales every day, you're at 3000 web visitors, you can move on to the conversion stage. And we can look at your data. We have real data from people who are potential customers. And so we can look at that data and figure out why it is that they are not converting. And so you again, you're focused on activities that are actually going to get you closer to your goals. But really, when you get to the conversion stage, things start to get fun. You know, now you're working with data, you look at your data, you analyze your results. And, uh, and here's what I think is super important at the conversion stage. Two things. The first thing is this, we want to know of that traffic that you're sending. If we take that pool of traffic that you're sending to your website, 
we really want to know what percentage of those people are adding to cart. And what we measure as success is 4%. 4% of people adding to cart is a really good, solid number, something you can work with. And so that's one of the things we focus on. That's success in the conversion stage. Now, the other thing that I think is really important is your conversion funnel. And so what that is, is it's looking at the pool of people that added to cart and looking at how many of them, what percentage of them actually went through and completed the sale, who actually paid and and you're shipping them. And so what a really good number for that is, is shocking. I think most people will be surprised, but about 25%. So let's say you had 100 people added to cart and uh, 25 people actually purchased, that's 25%. That is a really solid conversion number. So again, that is success at the conversion stage. And there are a lot of strategies that you can use uh, if your numbers aren't there. Like there are a lot of strategies, but there is one strategy. When you are at the conversion stage, there is one thing over all others that you can do that is actually going to uh, make a difference with your business. It's going to up that add to cart rate and up your conversion funnel percentage. And it's this, it is that you need to get more of those people back to your site because stats will tell us that most people don't buy on the first visit. They actually need to come back several times. And so if you focus on getting more of those first-time visitors back to your site for a second and a third and a fourth visit, that's when you're going to see more conversion. That's when you'll see more of them adding to cart and more of them actually completing a checkout. And so when you're at the conversion stage, yes, your goal is sales, but really what we know is sales will be a result of looking at those two metrics and working on improving those two metrics. And so that's what we want to do is focus all our energy on that at the conversion stage. And so the next stage is really what I think is kind of the last stage because it's where the sky is the limit, where you are set up to grow your business and you can really step on the gas because you've mastered traffic and you have mastered conversion. So now when you step on the gas and you add more new people and more uh, really great marketing events to your business, you are set up to turn those efforts into sales. It's really quite cool. But we call this uh, this stage owned marketing. I'm calling the stage owned marketing. And it's a term that Clavio uses. And I think it's really genius. So we're using it here too. And it's certainly the stage I was at with my last business. And what it means to me is that more than 50% of your sales results come from sources of traffic that aren't paid. So they come from uh, direct or Google search, which is really just the result of all the work you've done over the years, right? Getting your name out there, posting on social, sending out emails. And so people will come to your site from sources that aren't ads. They will come to your site and they will come with intent to purchase. The other sources are, of course, email. Like email converts usually three or four times your average conversion rate. And you know, once you get somebody on your email list, it's relatively cheap to reach out and bring them back to your site again. The third thing, I think it's a great time uh, to introduce SMS or text marketing to your business because, again, that's a way for you to reach out and uh, find that customer or find that potential customer and get them back to your site 
at uh, no cost to you. And so what it means is that your sales are way more profitable than sales that come from sources of paid traffic because those those sources are expensive. And so when you're at the unmarketing stage, I think it's a really good practice to actually wake up every day figuring out how you can grow those lists, how you can grow that email list, how you can grow that SMS list, because you know if you do that, you are set up to convert those people. Super cool. So I would say also the other thing that is amazing about doing the work to get to the owned marketing stage is that you really protect your business and yourself uh, from circumstances that you can't control. And so I've many times seen people who actually get most of their sales from a Facebook ad or an Instagram ad or even from Google ads and, uh, and something happens. Something happens. Ad costs go way up or an ad that has been working really well from you stops working and people start sweating, right? They really start sweating because their sales can go from maybe, you know, several thousand a day down to a couple of hundred because they don't have those assets. They've been stepping on the gas with paid sources and not taking the time to really build the assets in their business that will give them long-term value. And so I think that when you take the time to build this foundation and really own your marketing, you protect yourself from things you can't control outside of your business. And a really good example is that as I am recording this, of course, we are in the midst of a pandemic and so many uh, businesses have really been affected by circumstances they can't control. A lot of them are closed. But what I see is with our members and, and businesses that have really invested in building their assets is that they're actually thriving. Their sales are actually way up because they've been able to leverage those assets to keep their businesses running. And, you know, there's a little more attention. People have a little more time now to do some shopping. And so I really would encourage you to go uh, over to our website. Let's wrap this up. Go over to our website, go to the show notes for the podcast and take a look at the, the uh, assessment quiz. You can do it quickly. We'll be able to tell you exactly where you are and then we will send you right to your inbox a little package of training that will help you make progress for where you're at right now. Just kind of kickstart uh, your work on your business. And I know that when you do that, you're going to feel better and start feeling like you're in control you're in control of what happens. So go over to the socialsalesgirls.com, look for our podcast uh, collection and look at the show notes there and you can grab the test because I really want you to sit down and dig in and start making some progress now. So that's it. Episode one is done. I want to thank you for sticking with me and I want to let you know that next I'm going to share with you what's going on at SockDoggo, give you kind of the inside track on what's been happening and leave you with a couple of tips that you can walk away with and implement in your business and see some results. So we'll see you soon, guys. Hey, listen, if you like what we're working on here at the Roadmap to 50K and it's helping you get clarity on your next steps, I think you really have to check out our inner circle. You know, it is just an amazing place to learn how to build your business the right way. And you get to do it with a wonderful group of store owners that support each other and will cheer you on. 
You know, in the inner circle, our only purpose is to help our members get results. And because of that, we actually have dedicated coaches that are fully trained and available to work one-on-one with you. And we offer that to our members at crazy affordable prices, because I know that sometimes you just need a little extra help to get past a roadblock so that you can move on and make progress again. So if this sounds good to you, I want you to head on over to the socialsalesgirls.com forward slash inner dash circle and get on the wait list. We will send you a lesson so that you can see what's waiting for you on the inside. And we'll also invite you to join us the next time we are open to take new members. So listen, friends, that's all. Thank you so much for spending your time with me and I will see you next week.